Many local authorities of England and Wales have reduced street lighting at night to save money and reduce carbon emissions. Up until now, there was no evidence as to whether these reductions had a negative impact on public health, such as increased crime or traffic collisions. In a new study, researchers from the school quantified the effect of four street lighting adaptation strategies in England and Wales and conclude that there is no evidence for any increase. We asked Dr Phil Edwards, one of the study authors, to illuminate us further. Phil, we're standing under a lamppost on Keppel Street, where the school is in central London. One lamppost of around seven and a half million streetlights in the UK, is that right? I believe there are uh, something like seven million streetlights, costing something like £300 million in electricity to keep the lights on at night. So it's in our interest to consider what might happen if we started switching them off, and this is what your project is looking at, is that right? That's right. In England and Wales, um, local authorities have been reducing the provision of nighttime street lighting to save money and also with concerns about greenhouse gas emissions. So they're reducing light at night and that's led to a lot of concerns from the public. And is this actually turning the lights off or dimming them or both? Or what have we been doing? Local authorities have got have tried different uh, methods. Some are turning the lights out at midnight and switching them on again at six in the morning. That's what they call part night lighting. Other local other local authorities have got the ability to dim the lighting, so they dim the lights from 100% power to say 75% or 50% of the power. Um, some local authorities are trying out new energy-efficient lighting, so LEDs and white lights. They're they're replacing the old orange lights, the high-pressure sodium lighting, to new energy-efficient LEDs and white lights. Um, And some local authorities, very few of them, decided to switch the lights out permanently in some streets. Right, so what is the Lanterns Project? Tell me about this. Well, the Lanterns acronym stands for the Local Authority Collaborators National Evaluation of Reduced Nighttime Street Lighting. That's how we got Lanterns as an acronym. But it's a Local Authority Collaborators project. Um, And we invited all the local authorities of England and Wales to let us have their data on the streets where lights have been uh, changed. We've got the grid reference of every lamppost lighting column from 62 local authorities. So that's about 25,000 kilometres of streets. We've got the grid references of all the street lights. Uh, and we've got the month and year that the lights were che- uh, switched off at night or dimmed. All of the data sets we've combined in a geographical information system, a GIS system. So we've linked the street lights to roads. Um, we've linked to those roads casualties that have occurred at night. So somebody's been injured uh, as a pedestrian or a cyclist. And we've also got data on crime like burglary, robbery, um, theft of vehicles and violence. Those data sets have been combined and we're, do, we're, we're able to do um, what's called a, a controlled interrupted time series analysis where we want to, we've been able to look at the effect of the intervention, turning lights out at night, on the uh, rates of casualties and crime in those streets compared to others. And are you seeing what we might expect to see? I mean, presumably people are 
afraid that if you turn the lights off, everything's going to start going wrong. Have you seen anything to back that up? Well, you're absolutely right in terms of people are afraid of... People are afraid of the lights going out. Uh, and part of our study has shown that people are um, less likely to go out in the streets at night with the lights, where the lights are turned out. But our results um, have found no evidence that reduced nighttime street lighting is associated with an increase in casualties or crime. So the results of your study, I mean, what does this mean for the future? Are we, are we going to be suddenly plunged into darkness all over the country? Or? I think the... Um, Local authorities are facing more austerity measures. They're being told to make cuts. Um, clearly, some local authorities have saved millions of pounds already with these measures. Some, in some parts of the country, the, uh, the, the, the residents are, are really upset about what, what's being done. So um, I think it's just we've been able to provide the evidence that the local authorities can use in making their decisions about where and when they might reduce lighting at night. Has anyone, you know, any other country in the world conducted this kind of experiment or is doing anything about street lighting at the moment? We, we are the first. The London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, working with the Department of Security and Crime Science at UCL, we've been kind of done the first large-scale study looking at the effects of reduced lighting at night on casualties in crime. And have you been able to speak to all these local authorities about the results? Are they, are they what people expected to see? We, we haven't yet. We did have a meeting at the end of 2014 to say that the results were, were coming out and what, what would they want in terms of how the results are presented. And we're aware they really want to have local data. They want to know, well, what about in, in Cornwall? What about in Kent? What about in the West Midlands? How, how, will it, how will it affect us here? And our study has really just been able to show the overall national average, which is for no increase in casualties or crime. And what would you like to see happen next? Have you got plans for how this project could move forward? Well, our collaboration with the University College London Department of um, Security and Crime Science has allowed us to get at police data, um, quite detailed police data, which give us the um, specific times and locations of, of crimes. The data we work with was anonymised somewhat to protect confidentiality. So there's some more research is needed to look at the effects on uh, at, at a, a road segment level. We've done that for casualties, but for crime we had to use area level counts. We, we, we looked at the proportion of um, roads where street lighting had been reduced in a small area, of say about 2,000 people, and looked at the, the, the change in the counts of crime at that area level. Uh, for, for the road casualties, we looked at road segments. We were actually able to look at a piece of road and say, was, was a cyclist injured on this road? Um, so further research is uh, underway with detailed police crime data. Um, and also, the local authorities participating in the Lanterns project were very, very enthusiastic, and they uh, have offered to continue to provide data to us. So if we have a little bit more funding, we'd be able to extend this study for another year or two's worth of data, which would increase the statistical power to detect any uh, smaller increases that might be, um, might be real. Have the lights gone out in your road? Uh, they haven't gone out in my road, and I think that... Um, 
you know, I, I, I certainly have been thinking more about street lighting since I've been doing this study. Um, there's no doubt that uh, walking down a street at night with no lighting on it, if you're on your own, can be quite a fearful thing. My street's lit, um, but I'm aware that all around the country lights are going out at midnight. I think the most important thing is that our study had um, a focus on casualties in crime. Um, we did do some, we did a lot of interviews with uh, residents and workers. So we spoke to a lot of people um, around the country and it is very clear that a lot of people would expect the lights to be on at night as, as a sign that your local authority is, 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 cares about your welfare. So there's a kind of an expectation, certainly amongst the towns and cities, that the lights being on is a sign that you're, you're, you know, you're, you're being looked after. Um, people in rural parts say, well, of course we don't have the lights on. So there's a lot of difference about expectations depending where you are. And perception. And perceptions, yeah. absolutely. I think you've, that, that there's no doubt that the peop, there's a sort of inherent fear of the dark. And even if we tell everyone, look, no one's going to be injured, no burglaries are going to happen, that isn't necessarily enough. And local authorities are going to have to be very careful to, to get the public to go along with their measures. Probably in some places they've had a lot of resistance where the consultation maybe hasn't been enough or transparent um, for, the, for the public to be able to see that they've, they've had their views expressed. I would hope that um, if the media um, present the results in a balanced way, <laughs> that's probably a big ask, you know, <laughs> then, then, then we might find that the, the public are a little bit more open to the idea of having uh, costs and greenhouse gases reduced by uh, reducing provision of lighting at night.